So Suzanne, thanks once again for working with us on this project. Uh, this one is called Getting to Know Your True Self. Um, it has a very different feel from the other ones that you've done, um, which tend to have more of an educational training bent to them. Um, this one feels more like a flow that you received spontaneously. Um, and I'm wondering if you can just tell us a little bit about how this came to be. That's exactly what it is, Garrett. It was received in the middle of the night. I've found that if I lie there in bed and I can't sleep after at least half an hour, there's a reason for that and I'm supposed to get up. And often I'll be led to a certain book in my personal library and, or something on the internet and it always leads to something amazing. But in this case, I went and found myself sitting at the computer at, at three in the morning. And these words just started flowing out of me, just one line sentences. And it just went on and on and on. And I said, this is supposed to be a Hemisync recording. I mean, literally it was like that. And it's funny because I have the mediumship series already, but it was just so clear that I was being given, just like in the past, taking dictation from spirit, something that would help people. But in this case, totally different, like you said, from the mediumship series. This is an experience of who we are beyond our physical selves. They showed me exactly how to use it. It was amazing. And when I saw it in the next morning and read through it, it, it just struck me as beautiful and something that I want to use myself. Lovely. Um, so the title obviously tells us a lot about the piece, getting to know your true self. Um, what does that mean exactly? You know, who are we usually, ordinarily? Well, that question, uh, who am I, is the most important one that any of us can ask. Because who we are usually, as you said, is the human awareness focused on our physical human life. And if we think that that's all there is, then we really suffer. For most of my life, I thought this is it. And even if you believe in an afterlife, you can still feel that you are separate from higher beings or separate from the very source that breathes you. Mm -hmm. But the more you do meditations and experiences like this one, the more you come to know that the illusion about this reality is this, that we could possibly be separate from this awareness with a capital A, as I refer to it. So I think a lot of people get that intellectually. Yes. Um, but as the piece starts, you invite the listener to experience themselves apart from what you call their story. What, what does that mean? Oh, gosh. And I'm so glad you made that point because that's, that's true. For years, once I started on the spiritual path, I did understand it intellectually. But as I advise everybody, our path is to get out of the head and into the heart. And the heart is where you have the personal experience of being this awareness. The story is what you came here to live. It's like, it's a role in a drama and this earthly realm is the stage. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make, I mean, it's not real. We're living it. It's very real. It's an experience as it says on the recording of sensations, thoughts, and feelings, but we call that reality when really everything is an experience of awareness. Mm -hmm. 
And so we get so caught up in the story, we feel that this story is all there is. When through the personal experience of something beyond the story, beneath the story, our deepest essence, pure presence before there was any story mm -hmm. and after there is this story, that brings about a whole level of knowing that is pure joy, like my sign says here. Once you feel it, you want that yeah. because that's where we find peace. And that's the goal of this experience, to help people realize that peace is right here. Mm -hmm. Just to make this concrete for folks, and tell me if I'm getting off base from what you intended yeah. here. But when you talk about story, you're talking about the circumstances in which we were born and raised. So our parents, our education, you know, even our name, our culture, our, our religion, uh, you know, who we associate with, what we believe, you know, what, what we do for work, um, all of this. Um, that's exactly. Story. Yeah, that's the story. In fact, if somebody, it's, if somebody were to write your eulogy or your biography, yeah. everything you would put in there is your story. That's what most people consider me. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the self with a little s, but there's a greater self that, that I say with a capital S yeah. from which the story arises. And yes. the goal is to get to know this. Yes, perfect. So how, do, how does this exercise help us to do that? Well, first of all, the words come from a higher source than this earthly realm. So they already carry the energy that helps us to align our energy to those higher realms. If we get out of the head and just let the words flow through us, our own soul will intuitively tell us this is truth. Listen to this, let it sink in and let it dissolve any beliefs you have that you are separate from this. So just by listening to it, it's helping you recondition the patterns in your mind and in your intellect that keep you from knowing yourself as so much more than the story. Mm -hmm. And you do this by posing a number of open-ended questions kind of in, a, in the style of an inquiry. But what do you think is behind that? Well, self-inquiry is the fastest way to self-realization. And both of those have the capital S, that higher self. And so the mind wants to answer these questions and you jump as the question comes to answer it, but the intellect can't answer it. So you just kind of give up and then there's the next question and the soul already knows the answers. No. So there, there comes this linkage of the head and the heart that's beyond the intellect. And when you repeat this practice, suddenly you start to get it. Yeah. So the, the ordinary self, you know, the, you know, what you call the self with a, with a lowercase s, it starts to give up. Yeah. And it kind of gets quiet right? And that's the goal. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's the goal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lovely. Um, and so you kind of offer a couple of analogies um, in this piece. You kind of compare, you know, the soul to the body um, with music and the CD, which I think is a beautiful way to think about it. Um, and I have to say, I love that I had never used that analogy. And that's part of that flow at three in the morning when I'm, it's, I'm typing what I'm hearing and I'm at the same time thinking, oh, that's a great analogy because mm -hmm. the, the music on the CD is, is, is 
on the CD, but really not separate from it? Where does it arise from? And yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so in terms of that music, you know, you worked with Jim Oliver on this piece, um, who, you know, we, we have not worked with previously. Uh, he's a brilliant musician. Um, care to go into that a little bit about how that all kind of came together? Yes, Jim and I have known each other for several years now. When I first uh, reached out to him uh, to ask him if he would provide the background music to a meditation, he agreed and we collaborated and it's, uh, it's called the Radiant Heart Meditation that we offer as a gift on my website and people love it. And just before, oh, we did two things together, I believe. One, he, I, he allowed me to choose any of his music and in the second one, I went into his studio and narrated a meditation while he composed the music spontaneously, channeled mm. it basically. And so it's been years since we interacted in that way, mm. but in the days just before this download of the narrative from this, this getting to know your true nature uh, recording came through, several people reached out just spontaneously to say, hey, I've been listening to your Radiant Heart Meditation with Jim Oliver, and it just sends me. I love it. So Jim was in my consciousness, and I realized now that was a setup from Spirit, because as it was coming through and I read it the next morning, I thought, wow, if this were to be set to some of Jim Oliver's music, I know that he would channel just the right vibration to add to this cumulative effect of allowing people to know their true nature. I knew it would be perfection. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of felt, I called Jim and felt out, would you be willing to work with Hemisync? And then I went on this angle, Hemisync folks, you know, would you be willing to work with Jim Oliver? Then I put you two together and let you have at it. And he said, yes. And you said, yes. And I have to tell you, when I got the piece of music, and I heard that first tone, I literally went, oh, because yeah. I mean, just this, this fullness, the vibration of it. And I just knew the rest would be perfect. And as I went, it, it, he's such a genius. And the, the music just continuously brought this, this soaring opening of the heart that, that is mm -hmm. perfection. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, my experience of it and actually doing the exercise was similar. Um, his music is the perfect complement to your flow. Um, yeah. So there's two exercises on this album. There's, uh, there's a guided one um, and then an open exercise, which also has some guidance, but less. Gives you more space. Um, you know, my experience in the guided exercise was, it was like your voice was like suspended in the music. Like it was floating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it, in the open exercise, I had this experience of, you know, the music and the tones kind of carrying me, uh, suspending me. Um, and so that was an interesting, um, not a contrast really, but two different ways of experiencing um, kind of this inner reality, this inner truth. And, and it's beautiful the way those two tracks complement themselves each other because mm -hmm. the first one really does plant the seeds to those who need to bring that awareness to the surface of their human awareness. And then the second track with that openness really gives time for the listener to experience pure being and being presence mm -hmm. itself. So you can go back and forth, but this is something Garrett to be listened to over and over and over because 
the way our human lives are, it's so easy to get dragged right back into thinking we're separate and our human story. The drama is yeah. very attractive. So I know that personally, I've already been listening to the, the, the um, pre-release copies and loving it every morning. And it's something that will be a tool moving forward just to keep me centered and balanced. Yeah, um, that, th those are great points. Um, and you know, just to kind of build on that. So I mean, we put a lot of value in kind of this lowercase s self or you know, lowercase i, I guess. Um, and you know, especially for you know, the folks in this community, you know, many of whom are on a path, you know, are on a journey, um, you know, I think, um, you know, one of the things that you start to realize, um, for this lowercase I, um, especially in the case of, of someone who's on the path is the one that wants to be realized or to become enlightened or to wake up, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like there's actually nothing in this for that lowercase I, like that is not the one that has that experience. Um, that can be kind of a mind-blowing reality when it fully lands. Um, and this exercise, or these two exercises, I think um, is a perfect vehicle with which to have that realization, to have that experience. Yeah, I'm very, very grateful for the way it flowed. And, and what happened afterwards when I was asked to write the accompanying literature, because there's a PDF document that goes with if you get the digital download or there's a beautiful booklet if you get the cd itself i sat down and said now how did we describe exactly what this experience is and basically it's how do you describe what this oneness is and what followed was a non-stop flow again yeah. basically that booklet is channeled it and I speak from no ego here. I just reread it in preparation for this interview. And that is channeled and it's one of the best descriptions yeah. of oneness I've ever read. It's really hard to put into words who we really are. And I'm just so grateful to higher consciousness for gifting us with that. Mm -hmm. Lovely. So this entire piece really has flowed from the guidance to the music, the manual um yeah. and and that's the goal for everybody who listens to it that they can get in that flow and as a result of coming to know yourself as both the limited self and the limitless self with a capital s you can get into this kind of flow you can get answers to any questions you ask, guidance, insights, just by dropping into that pure state of being, as you'll hear on the recording, this awareness with a capital A, here, now. Yeah. And so you describe the state as a state of magnificence. Huh. Yeah. Uh, luminosity. Um, is there a danger, you think, in the small I again, the small self, um, kind of co-opting this experience, you know, this authentic experience and trying to make it its own. The, I wouldn't call it a danger, but always there's a chance that the 
ego will say, well, I don't want this person to know too much about their magnificence. And so mm. you might give up or you might be frustrated and say, I don't get it. But this, uh, the soul will keep nudging you. It's like an onion. The layers come off one thin layer at a time as you get closer to your core awareness. Mm. And there will come moments when you think you really get it. And then you slip back into the drama. And that's why the journey is so beautiful because you keep having these bursts of awareness as layer after layer comes off until you get to that beautiful moment when you feel that what is looking through your eyes and seeing this experience around you is not the limited self anymore. It's that which seekers have been seeking all along. And it's right here in all of us. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, um, that's a great summary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you think people should know about this as we kind of introduce it to the world? You, you just allowed me to say that final point, and, and that is it, that I, I'm so grateful for this opportunity to share this with people because so many people who are seeking don't realize what they're seeking. They don't know. And they are looking out there. And it is in here and out there because it's all that is. Mm. Out there is a projection of this. And I'm not taking responsibility or uh, ownership of this because as everyone who participates says this, it's the same I, capital I. One thing you haven't mentioned, Garrett, <laughs> is the beautiful addition of the binaural beats. That's the whole point of asking you, the Hemisync company, to produce this. Because yeah. you get this fabulous channeled music and this channeled guidance and, and flow of information from spirit. And then you add in the binaural beats, which puts your brain in just the right state to be open and receptive to this. And that's the trifecta. That is the perfection of this experience. People who may not have experienced the binaural beats before are going to say, whoa, what just hit me? As you drop into that space so much easier than if those tones weren't in there. Yeah, thanks for that. I mean, when I was describing kind of how the exercise felt like it was suspending me or holding me, um, it is really kind of the confluence of those things, you know, the inspired guidance from source, um, you know, the inspired music from source, and the frequencies, the hemisync frequencies that kind of all come together um, to create a really magical experience. That's it. That's, that's, yeah. I look forward to the feedback from people because I know it's going to blow them away. I'm sure it will. So Suzanne, thanks once again for this. Um, and I, I hope everyone likes it. Um, if you found this useful, please share it up or leave a question in the comments. We'll try to get back to you. Um, I uh, look forward to all your feedback. Thanks, Suzanne. All right. Thank you, Garrett.